0: Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board. America Out Loud, as you know, is a rising voice in the new media. And it's really a voice that we all need to have. I'm not suggesting that, you know, everyone needs to be on America Out Loud speaking, but this voice, the voice of America Out Loud it's the voice that everybody needs to have. It's uh, it's it's the voice we need to teach our kids to have. It's the voice that we ourselves need to need to really have the courage to possess and and not be afraid to use it. Well, what are you talking about? I, I'm I'm just I'm talking about sharing our values. I'm talking about not being afraid to speak what you value what is it that you value? And if you're watching those values be trampled underfoot by the extreme left all around us, have the courage to say something. Have the courage to speak out. Have the courage to join the rising voice of the new media. Essentially become the new media. Don't be afraid to speak. Don't be afraid to to state your reasons and your facts well. Uh, you know, go after um, logical explanations as as to why you believe the way you believe and, and then and then just share it. Absolutely share it. Today is November 17th and it is uh it's a day that we uh well we don't celebrate John Peter's anger like we should but it's an important day in the life of john peter's anger and therefore because of his actions because of his willingness to speak because john peter's anger was not afraid to speak out uh we we have the freedoms that we have today i mean we could probably trace our our freedom of speech right back to john peter's anger Probably our freedom of the press, maybe some of the language in our First Amendment, we could probably trace right back to John Peter Zenger. So, uh, do we have time? Let's take let's take a few minutes right here at the top of the show. Let's take a few minutes and let's just and let's just have a quick history class. Uh, some of the books that I like to 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 bring to history class. One of them is the American Patriots Almanac. Uh, by William J. Bennett, and it's a it's a fantastic book. Uh, I encourage you to get it uh, if you don't already own it. Own it. It uh, it's really like a uh, it's a who's who. It's it's a this day in history. It's 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 all of that you know wrapped into one tome. And I mean, it's a tome. It's um, it's pretty thick. It's not exhaustive but it's an excellent uh, resource if you homeschool this is your book i mean it's one of your books you know it's it should be in your arsenal of books william cosby was england's governor for the colony of new york he was a bully he was a scoundrel he tried to silence silence opponents he tried to rig elections he tried to use his office to make himself rich. Who does that sound like? <laughs> I mean, who d- just in that s- sentence, who does that remind you of? Does that remind you of any current politicians out there trying to silence opponents, trying to rig elections, trying to use their office to make themselves rich? Huh? You know, this attitude never goes away. This... Um, this power grab, it doesn't go away. It's not new. I mean this power grab that we're watching happen you know by the White House right now, trying to silence you know their political opponent, trying to imprison their political opponent, trying to get rich off of their name, off of their brand, off of their office. Uh, you know, trying to rig elections. it's it's been going on for decades, yay, centuries. William Cosby was doing it as the governor of New York. As the governor of that colony, he was he was like, yeah, I'm the man and nobody can stop me. I'm going to silence my opponents. I'm going to rig elections and I'm going to use this office to make myself extremely wealthy. But Governor Cosby had a problem and his problem was John Peter's anger and John Peter Zanger's printing press. Zanger was a German immigrant, and he began publishing his New York Weekly Journal in 1733. He made it his business to publicize Cosby's greed and arrogance. Oh, a thorn in the flesh of Governor Cosby. No other paper had been so bold. Cosby reacted by sending his henchmen to seize and burn copies of the paper yeah I mean that's uh, uh, again we're watching this very thing unfold you know let's let's raid Marlago let's let's seize documents let's um let's let's raid the homes of, of, of little old ladies widows old people who were perhaps on the Capitol at the Capitol on January 6th. let let's And let's throw them in prison. Is anything new under the sun? Yeah, I don't think so. No. So he sends his henchmen. Cosby sends his henchmen. They seize and burn copies of, of the paper. Zenger went right on printing. Didn't stop him. He went right on printing his New York Weekly Journal. But on this day, November 17th, in the year of 1734 the governor tried to silence Zenger for good. He had him arrested for seditious libel. I mean, that's a pretty serious charge. Seditious libel. And at the governor's request, bail was set much higher than Zenger could pay. For nearly nine months, he sat in a prison. However, his wife, Anna, helped to continue publishing the paper. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes it takes a team. Sometimes if you surround yourself with like-minded people, you get courage. And, and these people can pick up the slack maybe when, uh, uh, well, in this case, when you're getting beat up too hard. Uh, but Anna kept right on going. She said, uh, you know what, don't worry. I got you, John Peter. We're just going to keep this thing uh, right on floating. Finally, his anger got his day in court. But the governor's handpicked judges disbarred his lawyers. Oh, now hand-picked judges. And are we watching that unfold? I mean, this deal in New York right now. Um, you know, this this case in New York where they're they're claiming that, you know, Trump's assets are um over overvalued. I mean, this judge, he just uh he reeks of being handpicked. Uh, But the governor here, he does. He handpicks the judges. They disbar his lawyers, uh, leaving Zenger without counsel. However, Andrew Hamilton, I don't know if Andrew has any relation to uh, Alexander. Andrew Hamilton, one of the finest attorneys in the colonies, now rose from his sickbed in Philadelphia and journeyed to New York City to defend the printer. The court all but ordered the jurors to find Zenger guilty of libel. Hamilton, however, reminded them that the printer's only crime was that he had dared to publish truth. He dared to speak the truth. What a great reminder. That's a beautiful reminder for all of us. We must dare to speak the truth. Because the truth is the most important thing here. If you don't have the truth, then you have floundering. I mean, you have everybody running around speaking their own truth. But there has to be a truth. Uh, And that's what uh, Hamilton is reminding the jury here, that uh, uh, the only crime Zenger's committing is that he wants to publish the truth. It did not take long for the jury to reach a decision. On August 4th, 1735, it returned its verdict, not guilty. The trial set a precedent for America's world-famous freedom of the press. Journalists sometimes abuse that freedom in pursuit of their own agendas. And, you know, isn't that the truth? I mean, we we watch that unfold on the daily. Still, the First Amendment remains an American bedrock. As Zenger's newspaper put it, no nation, ancient or modern, has ever lost the liberty of freely speaking, writing, or publishing their sentiments. But forthwith lost their liberty in general, and became slaves. Uh, So today, November 17th, 1734, John Peter Zenger was put in prison for seditious libel, and he fought it. He went after it uh, because he felt like his voice was more important than uh, than what the governor could do to him and i love that attitude and it's really an attitude that all of us need to just possess and go after and just you know realize that that the voice speaking truth is is one of the most important weapons that we could ever have and the ability to speak the truth well is an important skill set and that's that's why we teach rhetoric at waterbrook christian uh, you know, we want our students to have the ability to speak and persuade the truth well. And that's the heart of rhetoric. At least that's what Aristotle believed. He believed the heart of rhetoric was speaking the truth well. You know, now now Socrates and Plato, they were of the opinion that rhetoric was just, you know, performed by a group that they referred to as the the, the sophists, the sophists, Some some say. Uh, This group that just wanted to manipulate people with emotion and and get them to to side and join them just through pure manipulation. But uh, Aristotle took a different uh, approach and he said, no, uh, rhetoric uh, can and should be used with the truth, with the truth in mind. The truth is a powerful weapon and it's even more powerful spoken by somebody who has the ability to speak it well. Uh, and and these are these are things that are lacking in American education. We stopped teaching our students in American education. We stopped a long time ago teaching our students to to speak the truth well, to to search for the truth, uh, to figure out what the truth is. I mean that was replaced with yeah. I mean, um, you know, what's your truth? You know, yesterday we talked about this this article where this counseling organization the american school counselors association all right we're talking school counselors here and the association that unites these counselors together this association uh, which boasts a members a membership of forty three thousand counselors and has certified trainers all over the country is now demanding that their school counselors promote affirmation for those who identify as transgender. They're encouraging, they're promoting, they're demanding that the school counselors and their organization affirm a a student who who comes in and says, "Ah, you you know, I don't know, I feel like I might be a girl when they're actually a boy. And instead of counseling them through this, it's immediate affirmation. Oh, okay. Well, let's get you going on on some some social transitions, and then and then maybe we introduce some puberty blockers. Let's destroy your life. Let's destroy your life. I mean, right here and right now, I'm going to counsel you down the road of destruction. I mean, that's 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 what we're that's what we're involved in here. You know one of the one of the documents that were. Um, revealed that, that were discovered according to this article. Uh, it says, schools should make every effort to use students' chosen or affirmed names on student records, even if a legal name change has not been made. Schools need, need to make every effort to do what uh, the child wants, I mean, wh- whatever the, whatever the child wants. That's, you know, that's the most important thing. I mean, we need to just another uh, another piece from the document says uh, uh, school counselors and LGBT youth uh, that, you know, school counselors need to support the LGBTQ youth, support an inclusive curriculum at all grade levels, uh, promote policies that effectively reduce the use of offensive language and uh, you know offensive language could be referring to to Johnny as a he when in fact he is a he but he could be offended when you call him a he so you you don't want to offend Johnny if Johnny wants to be referred to as a she or her or even a they or a them well you know i mean that's the road you should take that's the uh you know we we have to we have to follow what Johnny's truth is We're not interested in the truth. The truth is that Johnny's a boy. Uh, Johnny has, you know, X, Y. Johnny is, um, you know, he's got the male parts. That's the truth. Johnny needs to use the the boy's bathroom. That's the truth. Johnny needs to use the boy's locker room. That's the truth. Yeah. Johnny needs to. <laughs> he needs to use grammatically correct pronouns. That's the truth, but we're not interested in, in pursuing the truth. Not when you have the the School Counselors Association promoting and demanding that their counselors inside public schools follow whatever Johnny's truth is, or whatever the student's truth is. That um. That's despicable to me, and it's 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 horrific, and and it's unfortunate, and it's a shame that our public schools have come to this to this point where we are in court, encouraging. I want to say encouraging. No, this article says that the association is demanding that school counselors um, that this is how they go about it. I mean, they're. There's another piece here, there's more to it. It's not just the School Counselors Association. Um, The ASCA is not the only counseling organization that's embraced transgender ideology. There's also the National Board for Certified Counselors, which calls itself the premier credentialing body for counselors on core counseling attributes. In its, national, in its National Counselor Evaluation, uh, it demands that, quote, they demonstrate knowledge of and sensitivity to the gender orientation and gender issues. This is the, the national board which certifies counselors. Oh, uh, We've got some pushback to do, and it's all about using our voice to speak the truth. All right, we'll pick it up on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: So stop being a patient and start being a student at EnergeticHealthInstitute.org. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminish, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the sea of redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern.
2: The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
0: Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board. You can find us here at americaoutloud.news Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. Congratulations on making it to the dean's list and being one of the smart ones. So we finished that segment off, uh, and I know you're you're, you're, you're surprised about this, about the National Board of Certified Counselors, um, which refers to itself as the premier credentialing credentialing body of counselors, for counselors, um, that they, uh, you know, they're demanding that their their national counselor evaluation demonstrate knowledge of and sensitivity to gender orientation and gender issues. The organization, which says that it has certified 69,000 counselors in 40 different countries, previously came out in support of operations that attempt to change people's sex, writing in one post that the National Board for Certified Counselors legislative advocacy team closely tracks actions taken by states to ban or protect gender-affirming care. And the NBCC believes that equitable access to health care which includes gender-affirming care, is fundamentally necessary for a productive and successful society. And these are our counselors. These are people out there doing mental health counseling, and they are of the opinion, well, first of all, that gender-affirming care is health care. I mean, that's, that's a faulty opinion. That's not health care you know, telling somebody that, yes, you, you know, you, you know, telling a, a boy, you know, affirming him that he's a girl is not health care. You are doing the, exa- the exact opposite of health care. You're destroying his, his health. You're destroying his life. You're destroying his natural bodily functions and makeup. There's no health care here. This isn't truth. This is the opposite of truth. It's falsehoods. It's lies. And so that's their first mistake. Their second mistake is that that gender-affirming care is fundamentally necessary for a productive and successful society. No. uh Uh-uh. That is also a lie. It is not fundamentally necessary for a productive and successful society. It's the exact opposite. It doesn't promote a, a, a productive society or a successful society. It destroys society. When you have a bunch of men running around in dresses, you think that promotes a, a productive, successful society? Uh, you know, when you have when you have guys at at Disney World in mustaches and, and dresses and, and inviting little girls into the bippity boppity boutique. You you think that's productive and successful? This is this is the organization which produces our counselors. Ah, I, I just mm, there's no truth here, and so we and we need schools, we need K twelve schools that are willing that are willing to to actually speak truth, actually teach students actual truth. And not their truth, Mm-mm. no, the truth. Ah, uh, so we have these two, these two associations: the American School Counselor Association and the National Board for Certified Counselors. Both of these counseling agencies are—they're uh, the future of, of, of mental health counseling in America. And so the, the the Marxist playbook to to overtake the teachers unions, the curriculum, and the schools. Uh, they took it a step further, and they said, mm, "Oh, what about the counselors? Let's get a hold of the the, the ones that are doing the counseling." Yeah, uh huh. Come on, let's go after that. Let's go after that group, the American School Counselors Association also tells its counselors to provide a safe space for LGbtQ plus students and allies such as uh, GSA clubs, gender sexuality Alliance clubs let's give them a safe space to understand the intersections of students sexual gender and racial identities and the additional victimization experienced by LGbtQ plus students of color you know so there's an additional victimization you're victimized first if you're a student of color, but now you're additionally victimized if you're a homosexual student of color. Let's breed more victimization. Victims, victims, victims. That's what we want. You know, we we want to just produce victims. Let's produce a society of victims. Do you think that's productive and successful? To produce a society of, of victims, of people that Feel like they cannot get ahead in life because they're they've been victimized too much. You no, know, there's no stick-to-itiveness in that. There's no rugged individualism in that. There's no uh, perseverance in that attitude. You live in the freest country on the planet, and you can achieve anything that that your dreams push you into achieving if you set your mind to it. I know. I I feel like it's you know I don't know a Disney song right now whatever you believe you can achieve but there's so much truth to that there is so much truth to that notion that if you put your heart and mind to something and you go after it full throttle come what may it doesn't matter what's going to come your way you have the 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 willingness and the stick to to persevere through the struggle through the through the trial through the storm and come out on the other side, and you will come out on the other side. Mm. But not if you're a victim. I mean, you you can't. You can't get ahead. You're victimized. You know what we have to do? We have to go after the the, the, the people that are doing the victimization. We have to go after the white, straight men. They're the ones. They're the evil among us. They must be destroyed at all costs. Uh, I mm, And this is what's happening in our schools. Some schools have established LGBT clubs aimed at young children. because high school kids, that's not enough. We got to go after the young kids. Los Angeles Unified School District. This is America's second largest school district, and they've created a guide to organizing rainbow clubs. That's what they're calling them, rainbow clubs. They're aimed at elementary school students, complete with lessons on LGBTQ plus liberation. Lessons complete with activism. Lessons complete with protest art. We got to get them at elementary. We got to go after them while they're elementary age students. And we've got to get them thinking that, you know, they're the opposite gender. And even if they're not the opposite gender, well, the opposite, you know, kids that feel like they are, why, they're downtrodden. They're the oppressed. And if you're a white child, you're the one doing the oppressing. How dare you be white? Oftentimes, it's the school's counselors that are running these gender sexuality alliance clubs on school campuses. Yeah, it's the counselors, uh huh. And why wouldn't it be? I mean, they're the ones that are, are told by their organization yeah, you have to do this. You're not a very good counselor if you're not affirming. If you're not affirming little Johnny's desire to be Janie. How dare you not affirm it? Some school counselors have made an effort to assist children in their social transition attempts, and we we've talked about this. I mean, we've covered this. One mom in Maine sued her child's school district earlier this year in response to a counselor secretly giving her 13-year-old daughter a breast binder. Oh come here, come, come here, Sally. Here, let's let's bind those things up. But we got to do it secretively. We can't let your parents know that we're we're binding. Mm-mm. Can't do that because I oh, don't know I'm saying. Your parents might get mad at me. Oh. But while American organizations double down on transgender ideology, health officials in numerous European countries, including the United Kingdom, Sweden, and Norway, have recently taken steps to limit the use of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormone therapy on minors. I never thought I'd say this, but can we take a page from Europe? Can we can we rip a page right out of the European playbook and, and start uh blocking puberty blockers and start uh blocking cross-sex hormones um I mean let's at least you know do what they've done and take steps to limit them and and not not prescribe them to children please for the love of Pete do no harm research director Ian Kingsbury Says kids who identify as trans are far more likely than their peers to be diagnosed with mental health challenges, like anxiety, like depression. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I mean, you have these these fourteen year old kids coming into the hospital; they're anxious, they're depressed, uh, you know. But what is this? This doctor from the Academy of Pediatrics says, "Oh, this is a great candidate for some transgender." I mean, for, for some uh, testosterone. I mean, this this 14-year-old girl, let's start pumping her with testosterone. Let's go. Uh, instead of dealing with the anxiety, instead of dealing with the root issue of the depression, you know, let's get to the heart of the matter. But no, instead, we're not doing that. There's no truth in any of this. This is all a pack of lies. Uh, Mm, mm. the u.s health establishment explains this as a phenomenon of minority stress oh yeah it's just i mean it's 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 minority stress and it's a phenomenon we don't know what why it's happening all of a sudden i mean it's happening out of nowhere it's 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 an epidemic and we must do something to stop it and the only thing that we can think of is just to transition these kids i mean that can you think of anything else? I mean, I can't. I mean, let's just let the transitioning begin. Where's the testosterone? Bring it in. Ah, uh, and a phenomenon of minority stress, alluding to the idea that depression and anxiety arise from dysphoria. Oh, okay. That that's what it is. It's oh, so it's the dysphoria that they're experiencing that's producing the depression that's it that's producing the anxiety so to deal with the dysphoria then we just have to transition them this is i can't believe that that this would come out of the mouths of medical professionals and trained counselors who are these people and who's paying them who who's mm, who who mm, Who's buying them off or blackmailing them or or, or what is happening here? That you're an educated human being. You've gone to medical school or, you you know, you've gone through the counseling programs. I mean, this is extensive academic work and you're a smart individual. How are you coming out like this? How are you coming out explaining that? that this phenomenon of minority stress is due to depression and and anxiety coming from dysphoria. Mm. Uh, They also note this approach leads to rapid social and medical affirmation for children who experience gender dysphoria. So you come in with gender dysphoria and you've got rapid social and medical affirmation. I mean, boom, let's go. Let's get on this thing. Hyperspeed. We can't we can't sit on this. We got to go. We got to get this child transitioned yesterday. <laughs> European health systems instead acknowledge that kids with mental health challenges can arrive at trans identity as a reason for and solution to their challenges. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean that that makes more sense. And they advise psychotherapy as the first line of defense and caution against immediate affirmation of a child's expression of gender distress. Uh, who would have thought that we would be looking at the Europeans and saying, OK, let's go, let's let's follow your lead on this. Because that definitely is it, it makes more sense. You know, let's get to the root of the problem. Let's get to the root of the depression, the root of the anxiety. Um, you know they've got the they've got the symptoms and the cause backwards. Our, our our health system, we have the system and the cause backwards. We're all about getting them transitioned. Uh, while I'm holding another article here, which uh, says yet another woman who was medically gender transitioned when she was a teenager is suing the doctors. She says allowed her. To masculinize her body. And we're gonna start seeing this more and more. We're gonna start seeing just a just a, a flood of this. Twenty-three-year-old Chicago woman is filing her lawsuit anonymously. She's suing the surgeons who she says cut off her healthy breasts and removed her uterus, making it impossible for her to ever carry and birth her biological children. The woman filed her lawsuit. Uh, in Wisconsin's Dane County Court, and this was just this is just a couple of weeks ago, the first of the month, the first of November, she had her gender surgeries at University of Wisconsin Health. This is the uh, University of Wisconsin Hospital in Madison. The lawsuit names the hospital as well as the two surgeons who allegedly operated on her. Dr. Jay Lick performed the hysterectomy, on the woman when she was 19, and Dr. Catherine Gast gave her a double mastectomy when she was 21, the lawsuit claims. The woman claims her self-diagnosis of gender dysphoria was not confirmed by a doctor before she was greenlighted for surgery. I mean, even if it was, you know, confirmed. I mean, come on. You can't just... You just can't make a diagnosis of gender dysphoria. And then the very next day, wheel them into the operating room. Over the years, the woman has identified as a lesbian. She's considered identifying as transgender. She has identified as non-binary in an attempt to cleanse her of the severe psychological distress and trauma that she endured as a child. Oh, Mm -hmm. and there it is. And there it is, my friends. If, if somebody would just take the time and sit down with her and dive into the severe psychological distress and trauma she experienced as a child, then you can get to the heart of the matter. You, you can get to the root cause of this thing yes. without going to your screen. All right. We're up against the break here. You're listening to the Dean's List. We will pick this up on the other side. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio.
2: America Out is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk League. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
0: back to the dean's list i'm dean Bowen. you're listening to america out loud talk radio and we're talking about truth today and and the importance of it the importance of not being afraid to just get out there and speak the truth november 17, 1734 the governor of new york william cosby decided it would be good for him and his continued efforts to silence opponents, rig elections, make himself rich by his office. He decided it would be good for him to silence a man by the name of John Peter Zenger. Zenger operated a a little newspaper called the New York Weekly Journal. And Zenger was, uh, he was critical of the governor. He He went after him. He made it known that this guy was a crook. He was a cheat. He was a swindler. He was a scoundrel. And Cosby didn't like it. Governor Cosby was like, uh, we got to get rid of this guy. And so November 17th, 1734, he had Zengler arrested for seditious libel. And then he rigged the trial, handpicked the judge, uh, made sure the bail was set too high so Zengler had to sit and rot in a in, in a jail for nine months. Uh, but the beautiful thing about Zengler is, really, his wife, she just, she picked up the press and went after it. I mean, while Zengler is in jail, she continues the operation because truth matters. And, and that, that's where we are in society. Truth matters. And some people are cowards and they're not gonna they're not going to speak the truth. Well, they are if it's your truth, but they're not going to speak the truth. And we have counseling associations in this country that are cowards and they're not going to speak the truth. The American School Counselors Association, which boasts membership of 43,000 counselors is an organization of cowards and uh, people that aren't interested in speaking the truth. No, let's let's counsel these kids, and let's affirm them while we're counseling them. Why? Because uh, that's necessary for a productive and successful society. No, no, it isn't. That's necessary for a destructive society, and you people know it. And then uh, you have the National Board of Certified Counselors. And they boast that they've certified uh, close to 70,000 counselors in 40 different countries. And their legislative advocacy team closely tracks actions taken by states to ban or protect gender-affirming care. And these are our our counseling organizations. These are the people who are counseling our students in K-12, K-12 public schools these are the people and they're affirming them. you know they, they they don't want to get to the root cause. They don't want to get to the heart of the matter. Now let's just affirm them and let's get them transitioned because because that promotes uh what's what's the, the word here because that is fundamentally necessary for a productive and successful society. No, it is not. And so here, you know, we've started this article of this woman who's now 23. She, at the age of 19, uh, Dr. J. Lick performed a hysterectomy on this woman. At the age of 21, she was given a double mastectomy by Dr. Catherine Guess. Now she is 23. Uh, in the past uh, in the, in, in the past little bit, uh, she has been in therapy the past couple of years since her hysterectomy and since her double mastectomy. While in therapy, she's concluded that it was her childhood trauma that caused her mental distress and not her physical features. Uh, so she was she, she believed and she was told, that it was the way she looked, it was her physical features that was causing her mental distress. Instead of her childhood trauma. Uh, well, I mean, what's the, what's the childhood trauma? I mean, you can guess what it is. She had a series of traumatizing events within her childhood home, including being sexually abused. This is what the lawsuit says. And she was diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, through sexual abuse, um, it, is it natural then that, that the person abused would blame themselves and blame their body? And then want to maybe r- look at their body as as the reason? for now their anxiety and their depression and we need we need counselors that are willing to to look at the situation and say to them it's not your body you are not at fault here it's the aggressor uh it's it's the other person they're at fault and it's the trauma that you've gone through that's why you're you're feeling anxiety and depression. It's not because of your body. Don't mutilate your body. But we don't have counselors that are willing to say that. They're they're willing to lie to these young people to destroy their lives forever. So now we have this woman, she's Jewish, uh, and she mourns that she'll never be able to naturally conceive a large family as expected in her culture. That's what the lawsuit says. The lawsuit accuses the surgeons of medical malpractice and failing to obtain informed consent, and it accuses the hospital of negligence. The suit accuses both the doctors and hospital of discrimination under the Affordable Care Act, saying the woman was denied care that would have been given to a non-transgender woman. The hysterectomy came because the woman saw Lick, uh, this would be the doctor who performed the hysterectomy, Jay Lick, she saw him for uterine bleeding resulting from the testosterone she was taking. According to the suit, Lick suggested a hysterectomy without confirming her gender dysphoria or discussing the risks and later performed the surgery, quoting the procedure as gender affirming the suit says. So instead of just stopping the testosterone, I mean, let's just, let's give her a hysterectomy. Let's take out her parts. Where is the common sense? Where are people that are actually thinking, who are not afraid to, mm, UW Health, this is University of Wisconsin Hospital. UW Health has not commented commented on the specifics of the lawsuit. UW Health and its providers care deeply for the health and well-being of patients and work hard every day to ensure patients receive the best possible care. This is their spokesperson, Sarah Benzel. Earlier this month, another detransitioner, 20-year-old Isabel Ayala sued her doctors along with the american academy of pediatrics saying they sent her down the path of gender affirming medicalization when she was a teenager rather than addressing her mental health problems and and we've talked about her her situation in detail the american academy of pediatrics uh this is the guy who you know the doctor who who after a short visit with her you know, said, yep, she's a candidate to detransition. Let's let's get on it. Let's make it happen. She was also sexually abused and, and came to these doctors because she was experiencing depression and anxiety from sexual abuse. And their first go-to is testosterone. Let's turn her into a boy. She doesn't like her body? Oh, let's make her a boy. Instead of getting to the issue as to why she doesn't like her body, of course she doesn't as a child she was sexually abused and 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 how is how is she going to love her body after that and and you morons you buffoons aren't willing to get to the heart of the matter and instead you're you're going to destroy these lives because there's no truth here because you're unwilling to look at at the truth of the matter, you're unwilling to get to the, to the heart of it. You're unwilling to take the time to walk these young people through a healing process from abuse. And instead you're just going to mutilate them. No, this isn't, this isn't medicine. This isn't healthcare. There's nothing healthy about this. There's, there's, there's nothing that, that, says we have to do this in order to create a productive and successful society you're going to destroy society uh, mm, i this just makes me so angry and it's 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 hap- it's happening at the very top of these industries i mean the american academy of pediatrics It's the top of the industry. And you got this guy there creating this policy that just says, let's get aggressive with this. Let's get as aggressive as we possibly can. This article, I'm holding another article here. I'm not going to have time to get into it today. Uh, This just came out yesterday or the day before. Uh, Leaked National Security Association or National Security Agency documents reveals massive woke glossary pushing critical race theory and gender ideology at the intel agency. The NSA. These documents have leaked out, and they're they're pushing this heavy. Uh, You know, they've got this glossary of terms. You people need to know what the terms mean, and so we have to teach you in the terms. We have to teach you how to be, uh, how to be racist and and how to uh, and how to how to identify with the other gender. A copy of the NSA's diversity, equity, and inclusion glossary, obtained and verified by the Daily Wire, shows the agency now provides definitions for terms such as queer theory and white fragility as part of its expansive guide to 327 social justice terms that blame quote, white Europeans for engaging in quote, settler colonialism and warn of transmiss. I, I can't. Mm-mm. I can't do it. Uh, and it's happening at the top. And so where does the truth lie? Where are the John Peter Zenglers among us who are willing to just stand up and speak the truth and call these morons out and just call them out continually and repeatedly where are the john peters anglers i mean they're all over the place we just have to you know speak in unison we have to unite our voices in unison and go after it and call these morons out dean you well, why are you calling them morons because oh, they are Oh, uh, it 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 drives me nuts. Can can you tell? <laughs> can you tell? Where's Cindy? I need Cindy in studio today. I need someone to be a calming uh, a calming balm. <sighs> you know, I I teach rhetoric to ninth graders, and I don't teach them to to use rhetoric as. Socrates and Plato thought it was used just to manipulate. I mean, that's what's happening here. That's what's happening here at these counseling organizations. Uh, They're using, you know, persuasion to manipulate. But Aristotle came along and he said, you know, the truth is a powerful thing. And what if you use the truth to persuade? And there's three modes of persuasion. And Aristotle said it was logos, ethos, and pathos you know the logos is the logic it's the logic of your argument and ethos is the credibility of, of the speaker doing the speaking and 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 pathos is the emotion of the audience so you've got this rhetorical triangle that involves the speaker the listener and what's being spoken the argument and and aristotle said what if what if the truth was the foundation what if the speaker had credibility what if the people looked to him and they saw he was an honest individual and, and what if they could look at the, at the logical point of his argument and see that the logical points of his argument were, were true and truthful? And, and, and what if that then evoked an emotion out of the listeners? And what if it was all based on truth? And you have this rhetorical triangle and, and rhetoric that I teach to my ninth grade class that it's founded in, in truth. And in order to persuade somebody, to really persuade them, you've got to be able to persuade them from the side of truth, and not from the side of manipulation, not from the side of make believe. Um, you know, not not playing on their emotions and playing on their fears and and getting them riled up, but speaking the truth to them. That's the that's true rhetoric, and that's what we're teaching. That's what I'm teaching to my ninth grade freshman class. And that's what should be taught in public schools all over this country. A, a, a true, accurate education. Our kids should be getting such a rich education. And instead they're not. They're 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 being affirmed instead of actually taught. Oh, I just um, you know, it's frustrating. It is, but you know what we go after it. John Peter Zengler we can all be Zenglers. Let's be Zenglers and let's just speak the truth. And, you know, we're coming up to the end of, of, of the calendar year. And if you are looking to donate, if you want to, uh, if you want to support actual education, go to our website, waterbrookca.org. And there's a support tab there and you can, you can donate. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's a charitable donation text and a deduction you know it's it's um there's a safe link on there you can click it and and you can actually support education you can support truth being delivered to young people because that's that's what needs to happen we have got to continue to speak truth into the hearts and minds of these young people they've got to be educated properly and there's a way to do it there's a way to, to to do it. And I feel like we're doing it. I feel like at Waterbrook Christian, that's our mission. And uh we're gonna do it as long as I'm around, as long as I'm in charge, that's what we're going to do. So if you want to support us, waterbrookca.org. All right. Next week is Thanksgiving and we're gonna we're gonna go into history class. We're gonna pause from this garbage for a moment and we're gonna go into some history. So I hope you join me. That's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Bean List. Let's unite to renovate the earth.